Now to growing concerns about the deadly coronavirus officially hitting the U.S. Here's what we know. A Washington state resident fell ill after returning from Wuhan, China, where the outbreak began. The story I think needs to be told is one of anxiety. One year ago today, March 11th, 2020, is the day the world started shutting down. Today, March 11th, 2021, I sit in my car on my drive home from work and three blue medical masks hang off my gear shift. I think about how much has changed and truthfully, more has changed than stayed the same. In the last year, I've been nearly incapable of performing at the levels I've been used to for the last 24 years of my life. I've lacked a creative spirit. I have been unable to be the energizer bunny I've always been. And the scariest part of all has been a lack of sense of meaning. So it's because of this lull, this lack of personal motivation and interest in things that I know inherently bring me joy, that I've struggled to document the COVID-19 pandemic to the extent I had hoped. I have always thought writing would be the most important preservation of memories that I have ever known. I used to journal every day. I used to write down my thoughts and feelings and experiences, but I haven't written about driving down an empty Elmwood Avenue. I haven't wrote about having a panic attack for the first time behind the wheel of my car at a red light on Elmwood and Allen. And it was actually the bubble guy who lives on the third floor of the gym stakeout building that helped me breathe. And I saw the sea of bubbles float down into an empty street. And seeing those bubbles brought me a glimpse of comfort and familiarity and joy. When I sat down to write this, I wondered what story was really the most important to tell. And in many ways... I feel selfish composing so many narratives in these podcasts. There's so much happening in the world today, so much worth writing about and investigating. And focusing only on my story feels naive and also self-absorbed. But at the same time, I believe that writing and creation serve the purpose of expression in the hopes that even one other person could experience a fraction of what the writer is. This year, I have looked to the perspectives of others in every way. I have clung to narratives and memoirs as a guide in my own decision-making and as a way to feel more connected to humanity. When I sat down to write this, I thought about COVID. I thought about life and death and dying. I thought about passion and purpose and my place in it all. Now, thinking about COVID and being a first-year teacher, there's a lot I don't know. I constantly find myself asking questions. I constantly rethink lessons over and over again and replay classes in my head hours after they've ended. Add in the pandemic, and I find myself fluctuating between trying to force normalcy and remembering we're in a global health crisis that has dramatically impacted my students, my colleagues, and myself. Perhaps it's years to force positivity that has me inclined to push forward. Maybe it's years of comfort in academia that has me indoctrinated to meet standards that are unrealistic this year. 
One thing I learned in 2020 is that what used to matter doesn't anymore. Academia had always been meaningful to me. I've always excelled in school and studies, burying myself in theory and books and relishing in philosophical discussion with others. This past year, I have found that my passion for learning and reading and studying has created a disconnect between myself and reality. So I have practiced mindfulness above all else since March 11th, 2020. I meditate twice a day. I do yoga. I practice Tai Chi. And in these practices, I find a peacefulness in the present moment that I haven't before. I feel a realness a sense of being, a sense of connection between myself and the ground, between myself and those around me. And for whatever reason, this sense of connectedness has always been absent. And instead, I connected to the world through studies. And perhaps this was always a form of escapism. Maybe studying and reading were my ways of avoiding my own reality. And now with the pandemic forcing me to confront my fears of death and relatives dying and myself dying that are so powerful that they take my breath away, I can only rely on mindfulness to keep me grounded. And thankfully, I have a partner who is supportive of this journey and who has helped me learn more about mindfulness and meditation and feeling connected to myself in the world. Mindfulness to me is the Ability to be present with your body and your thoughts. To not really hold on to anything except the present moment. And not force yourself to think or feel in a specific way. But just be okay with whatever's going on. In this questioning of what matters and what doesn't matter, I feel only the importance of human connection. Of being together in a shared space of appreciation and love of life. I clung to this as I wrote my lesson plans for my APPR rating. I cling to this when I feel pressured to meet the Regent standards. I cling to this when I hear the experiences of friends whose employers and administrators are expecting the same levels of productivity, professionalism, and performance out of their employees, despite the heartache, anxiety, the panic, the depression, the inconsistency, the traumas we are facing this year as a collective society. Your body keeps the score and you cannot settle it without effort. So what really matters in the era of COVID-19? What has really mattered all along? This pandemic has brought a terrifying sense of seemingly meaninglessness to many facets of my life. All those books I read, all the theories I memorized, and hours I spent poring over study guides... And class notes and all these moments I spent doubting myself. For what? All the nights I stayed up too late and thinking about lesson plans and striving for perfection in the most unhealthy way is something that I did because it's what I always did. It's what I had always loved. Putting the chaos of life aside and instead taking a hold of something tangible, something I can manipulate, something I can force to meet perfection with dedication and determination. But we cannot put life aside in life and in our classrooms in the era of COVID-19, but also always. This year, 
so many of us are struggling to meet the basic level of needs. Our safety is threatened. The safety of our loved ones is threatened. We are isolated from those we love. We are not experiencing friendship or belonging or community in the same way that we used to. And in fact, we're being told that we could kill those around us that we love. And the expectations society and employers and teachers have of us to continue on as normal as possible, to have the same productivity, to meet the same standards, is gaslighting the fears of those whose basic needs are being threatened. So what really matters? Building our own identities, building our awareness of ourselves and finding meaning in the present moment, feeling secure in our own skin, and when and if our basic needs are met, exploring our place in this world. So in writing this, I solidify my own beliefs in meaning and meaningfulness. Sometimes the things that mattered last year aren't the things that matter this year and aren't the things that matter now. And the story that needs to be told, my story that needs to be told this year, is that I have finally learned to accept that. <laughs>